We're back on a uh, on a new track, bringing it to you hot and live, uh, playing, spinning some smooth beats this week. Um, it's been a little while since we recorded. It's been a little while. Um, I've almost forgotten who you are. I have some follow up uh, of the of a corrective nature from. Um, a show from times past i did this is this is like six or seven episodes ago Uh at this point um so (laughs) people hearing this uh, it'll be a a note from one of our listeners uh no we didn't i just realized a mistake that i made in listening Ah, back to ah, one of the episodes in the um yapstone episode i refer quite a few times um i use the word fiat currency um trying to refer to currency that is not backed by like an actual resource um, but is backed by trust and fiat currency that's slightly correct fiat fiat currency specifically is money backed by a government um gotcha so something like bitcoin is not fiat it's it's it is trust-based but it's not government backed. Whereas a fiat currency gets its value not from being backed by a resource, but being backed specifically right. by a government. Right. So, not important, but I misused the term fiat several times and, and then bothered me. Well, thank you for uh, for that update. Yeah, that's a little... how things are going. Well, that was, that was great. Um, who are you? I, I was wondering. I'm Thomas. And uh, I'm Ben. This is the Obscure Gami podcast, a podcast that covers a variety of topics, boring and interesting, um, entertaining and not entertaining, not entertaining, deadly uh, and lively, deadly and lively, but hopefully the common, what do all those things have in common on They're, this podcast? They are all obscure they are hopefully all obscure that's the goal hopefully so um (laughs) our topic today is uh bob dylan bob dylan it's not actually i was just making a joke (laughs) because bob dylan's not that obscure yeah i think i think bob dylan falls into the category of not obscure not obscure yeah however He's such a big category unto himself. You could probably come up with some obscure things about you could, Bob You could Dylan. find... He's he's become a category of topic. Right. Yeah. Like, within the not obscure topic of yeah. Bob Dylan, there are obscure yeah. gems to be unearthed. Yeah. that That's kind of been my approach to some things. Like, my next top... The, the topic I'm doing next is kind of like that, or like my Benjamin Harrison topic, where right. it's like been he's a u.s president so he's not that obscure but of the u.s presidents he's he's pretty he's the most obscure so as we learned it's all relative so they say in postmodernism so what do you what do you have for us today ben that's not bob dylan well today we have something that that is not bob dylan so you may have heard of alien abduction the just the general concept just, of just the general concept people. and the 
the idea. I assumed that alien abduction was kind of like a universal throughout time. Like for as long as there have been people, there have been people who have claimed that they were abducted by aliens. I've I've never heard of this. A- alien abduction? <laughs> yes. Should I explain it to you? <laughs> well, okay, okay. I've heard of it. But for our listeners out there who may not have heard of alien <laughs> abduction. Heard. Well, the, the, the general idea is that there are extraterrestrial beings out there right. in the universe. Yeah. And uh, they come and, for lack of a better term, find you. And uh, for lack of a better definition of abduction, take you into outer space or into their spacecraft. Um, usually there's some sort of like medical jiggery pokery that goes on yeah. where they, you know, they prod you and take some skin samples or whatnot. But actually these are not a universal throughout time phenomenon. They actually started popping up in the 1960s. Before that, they were actually extremely rare um, and increasingly rare the earlier back you go. By, by this, you mean actual uh, alien abductions or... Reports. Reports. Of alien abductions. Okay, but since that time, they've become very common to the point that in 1987, a uh, then-young insurance salesman named Mike St. Lawrence was reading a book about uh, alien abduction called Communion by Whitley Stryber, which is sort of a, uh, it's not really, uh, it's pre- presented as nonfiction, but it's right. It's speculative yeah. fiction. And whilst reading this, this popular book, this young enterprising insurance salesman decided to check his own insurance policy to see if he was covered covered for alien as you do naturally right well you know he doesn't want to be right abducted by aliens insurance did you say life insurance or just like health he checked his homeowner's insurance his homeowner's right okay which i assume was kind of the business that he was in right that general subcategory of homeowner's insurance there's not very much data on what he did before i suppose the best tactic would probably be to call him and ask him I just got renter's insurance. I don't really remember seeing anything about alien abduction. Right. Well, unfortunately, most major insurance companies don't offer that. <laughs> um, but Mr. St. Lawrence right. from Altamont Springs, Florida, decided he would he would offer a service to the good people of the world to protect them from this this very real threat of yeah. alien abduction yeah. uh so in 1987 he claims he got some funding from a group of japanese investors who have never been identified and there's no data <laughs> um to to launch a company called the uh ufo abduction insurance company he offers a 10 million dollar policy uh that covers anyone who can prove that they were abducted by aliens from outer space. Now, obviously, the the proof right. What are the acceptable is, is means the challenge? For acceptable f- um, forms of proof. There, there's not much in the way of um, claims mm-hmm. in this insurance policy. <laughs> uh, he he. The most recent interview I could find with him, he said he's only ever had two. Um, only one of which he actually awarded damages to. But 
the uh, the claim form lists some things like um, uh, descriptions of the aliens, their species name, what the interior of the UFO looked like, what planet they're from, what region of space the planet <laughs> is located in, right. um, as well as a signature from yeah. the alien himself, him or herself. Oh. Or itself, yeah. Whatever, whatever you have, that is are required, and I would imagine that would trip you up because right. I mean, if you <laughs> I, didn't have the claim form with you right. when you were abducted, yeah, you just have to have the claim form with you at all times. I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing among UFOs, uh, among extraterrestrials, uh, you know, handing out a doctor's note is mm-hmm. is probably not like a default. Mm-hmm. And what if their species doesn't have a concept of a signature? Right. Yeah, it might be, it could be like an arrival type thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, where they communicate through some sort of like thought uh, yeah. type of a deal. And then, and then, yeah. how would they, yeah. So it's it's a bit difficult to obtain claims on this $10 yeah, million dollar I would policy. Imagine. But it is a $10 million policy and to get it, you only have to pay a single lifetime premium of 1995. <laughs> So it's really not it's really not a huge expenditure. Right, yeah. And yeah. the amount of coverage that you get is uh pretty incredible. However, um the one of his two claims that he actually awarded damages to uh he he pays out damages at the rate of $1 per year. Uh for 10 million years or until your death whichever comes first so that seems like a flaw in the uh unfortunately well uh, i mean depending on whose side you're looking at it's not right (laughs) the coverage is supposed to include medical and psychiatric coverage uh sarcasm coverage which is indemnifying against heckling right from loved ones in particular double indemnity coverage if the aliens insist on conjugal visits, uh, produce an offspring in your body <laughs> of some sort, um, or refer to the abductee as a food source or the other white meat, quoting from the Wait, uh, certificate so here. Go back to the, he's paying out at a, a rate of a dollar a year. How yes. is that working? Is that, why? <laughs> well, I mean, besides it, like it being like a scam. It's it's not really clear, you know, why he pays out at that rate. Um, he's quoted at, in various places and at various times as saying that it's as uh, as legal as he can make it without being behind bars, or I guess as illegal as he can make it without right. it being behind right. bars. Yeah. So it's I think it's somewhat more satirical in nature. I think there's a distinct possibility that it could be. Satirical, satirical in nature. nature. But, you know, it's somewhat hard to tell from the website, which says things like uh, a test that you have to take before you can get the certificate, a three-question test. Um, one of the questions is, do you have a sense of humor? Uh, the other two are, do you take this coverage seriously, and were your parents related before they were married? Um <laughs> I wonder if the uh, do you take this coverage seriously question qualifies you or disqualifies you? You know, we can only speculate. Maybe maybe it depends on its relation to the other 
you know, maybe if you have a sense of humor and you take it uh-huh. seriously, it qualifies you. But if if you don't have a sense of humor and you you uh, don't take it seriously, then hmm. well, I mean, hmm, hmm. one can only speculate. So he's, really, he's paying out. Did did he meet any sort of success with a with a? I mean, obviously, he, he, he claims only he sold claims. over five thousand policies. He won't give out the exact number, right. uh, maybe because it's not higher than that. Yeah, um, we can only speculate about that. Much as we can only speculate about extraterrestrial <laughs> life. Um, more interestingly, the uh, the person who claimed successfully that they were abducted by aliens um, gave proof of a letter from a doctor. Uh, certifying that something had been implanted into his body. Right. And uh, there's no scientific documentation of what this implant was, but clearly it was enough to satisfy the stringent... Yeah, that was the kind of stuff that I was imagining as proof. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there's sign Like, you disappeared for an amount of time, and then there's signs of, you know, skin grafting, or not right. grafting, but like, right. you know... Evidence. Evidence of tests testing of some kind or that's that sort of a thing right uh, but he requires much more thorough proof yeah. so i'm impressed that he's even had one person to successfully claim that they were abducted there's by a lot of there's space. a lot of world building though but i mean if you were going to try to uh to fake one of these claims it would take a lot of work yeah you'd have to you'd have to do your research and yeah. come up with believable alien names and mm-hmm. signatures and you really yeah. have to build kind of like a whole uh, a whole race, a whole society. Yeah, and, and uh, fortunately for, for him, there's there's very little fiction in the realm of extraterrestrials. Right, right. So you would have very few resources to draw from for inspiration. As far as, yeah. You'd be doing a lot of that groundwork yourself. You'd have to, you'd have to cover a lot of that ground yourself. But he was, he was very successful with this business, and there were various others that... Uh, have sprung up who provide um most most people according to him purchase the the certificate as a gift for mm-hmm. someone and then they place themselves as the beneficiary so right. that in the event of an alien abduction they are the ones that receive the money a few people name right. themselves as the beneficiary of the policy but yeah, uh, i guess does this you know cuz i'm assuming there's there's there there's probably two kinds of alien abduction i mean the ones we hear about a lot are people who are abducted well, the people and, who are who and then are get re- returned. returned but uh what about all the people who right. aren't returned this policy doesn't really cover you right if, if you don't returned. get returned because then you don't have proof right but at at that stage in the game you would probably need life insurance right <laughs> to yeah provide for your family in the event that you're abducted does life insurance cover disappearance i mean i'm sure at some stage it has to yeah i'm Ooh. sure it just, just depends on the coverage yeah i guess it depends on the coverage i mean because obviously probably if you're like missing an action or something then you mm-hmm. have a government verified you know yeah. like oh this person's legitimately missing but if somebody right. just disappears i guess you'd have to put in a claim yeah, you know, claiming that you'd need a they certificate died in the, in, you or know, something. the Amazon yeah. or something, and then like, or some evidence of some yeah. sort hmm. that they're not still alive out there somewhere. But uh, one company that took it a little bit more seriously in the wake of his of his success 
um, the one of the groups that followed him was called Goodfellow, Rebecca, Ingrams, and Pearson, uh, LTD, which is an acronym, uh, as an acronym would be GRIP. So here and after referred to as GRIP. Uh, they're based out of London, and they uh, the managing partner is named Simon Burgess, who actually has launched several other insurance companies, one of which is still in operations today called British Insurance um, that specializes in homeowners insurance and auto insurance and other forms of more traditional insurance. Um, But at the time, meaning about 1996, uh, they paid their first claim of about 1.6 million to an electrician from Enfield kidnapped by triangle-headed spaceship pilots. This is from the San Francisco San Francisco Gate. So they had did they also carry a specific um extraterrestrial policy? They did. They did. That was the claim and that, that they was the paid claim. out of. Yeah. Uh a triangle-shaped transparent claw was supposedly left behind uh, on Christmas Eve, which was when the abduction took place. Uh, Joseph Carpenter was his name. Uh, Unfortunately, years later, it was revealed that it was merely a publicity stunt. That's a shame. It is a terrible shame. Uh, These policies that GRIP offered... Uh, offer $1.5 million in coverage, which is not nearly as much. No, no. Um, I but mean, apparently it's easier to right to obtain. Yeah, maybe he's paying out a little better rate, too, than uh, a well, dollar per month. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of everyone being scammed by these yeah. insurance companies. <laughs> well, I mean, if when you're shopping around for your, if your uh, alien abduction insurance... Right. you got to weigh the pros and cons. I mean, because, Absolutely. you know, is it a $20 million policy? Sure. Are you only getting, you know, a dollar per year? Yeah. Well, yeah. one of those pros and cons is the uh, the annual premium for this policy. It's not a one-time premium. Uh, it's an annual premium. It's an annual premium, yeah. Of about $155. That is a little more hefty. That's, that's much more hefty. Yeah. And, you know, if a decade or so goes by... And you haven't, and you been, haven't abducted. been abducted. Yeah. Are you going to keep the coverage? That's true. Or, you know, it becomes difficult at that point. But the uh, the twist in this story, and the the <laughs> final twist that I'll leave you with. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, there was a cult that became famous in the late nineties for uh, a mass suicide that they perpetrated. It was called Heaven's Gate. They killed themselves in late March. There was about 39 members of the organization that uh, drank alcohol and barbiturates and put bags over their heads and uh, left planet Earth. This was in the wake of a passing comet that they believed was hiding a spaceship um, and that by leaving the shell of their bodies they would be beamed up to the spaceship as it was passing the earth and they would be um, headed for their destiny. Marshall Applewhite was the name of the cult leader. 
Um, and this cult actually purchased alien abduction insurance. Oh, wow. From uh, none other than Goodfellow, <laughs> Rebecca Ingrams, and Pearson. And uh, the this case, for those of you who don't remember it or aren't familiar with it, was very, very high profile. It was actually yeah. featured on the cover of Time magazine, and uh, a media circus was surrounding it because it, it, it was then and is still to the best of my knowledge, the largest mass suicide in the United States ever. So it was it was quite a significant case, attracted a lot of public attention um, to the cult and to its teaching. Um, however, since there was no return, and technically there's no proof that they were taken, right. the uh, firm did not pay out any pay damages out. to any of the beneficiaries. However, uh, the firm did stop selling its policies for a little while in the wake of uh, yeah. the incident. However, Burgess explained that uh, greed got the better of us and we later resumed. <laughs> that company is now no longer in business and no longer offering their services. In contrast to Mike St. Lawrence's UFO abduction insurance company that is still it's available still, still out there a link will be in the show notes where you can go and purchase go your very purchase. own this episode is sponsored by the <laughs> ufo abduction insurance company use promo code no not me please take my wife uh all lowercase <laughs> to get 20 percent off <laughs> Act today. You cannot be turned down regardless of your age or frequent flyer status. Well, that's good. I wonder I wonder if you can get a um, you know, if you can get any of this on the uh, Affordable Care Act marketplace. You know, I'm not for, sure. For those who are underprivileged or or uh, financially. I mean, uh, given that the premium is only a one-time premium. Right. <laughs> and it's so low. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure for the financially challenged there's some sort of a Yeah. Some sort of a break. A grant or, that you could apply for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wonder, you know, obviously I doubt uh, I doubt any have ever been paid out on or, or it's that common, but I wonder if there's, I'm sure there's been occurrences of people claiming aliens were involved in various insurance claims uh not specifically necessarily alien abduction insurance mm -hmm. um but i'm sure there's people who have maybe crashed their car and then tried and claimed. to claim it make a claim based on alien extraterrestrial interference yeah i'm sure there's some interesting stories out there I was not alien, able to come across any of those, unfortunately. Alien abduction insurance. Ben, if you were going to make, um, if you were going to start a scammy insurance company, what kind of what kind of insurance do you think think you'd sell? I mean, this this kind of insurance is very appealing to me. Yeah. Especially in the light of the discovery of new planets. Oh yes, just recently. Yeah. So, you know the the odds of uh, us discovering aliens grow every day. Yeah. And as they grow, so too does the people's of them discovering in... us. Right. And uh, 
and the likelihood of an actual alien abduction. And in the in the event of more alien abductions, the more alien abductions there are, the better it is for the uh, for the reputation of the business. Right. You know. Yeah. It'll, well, it would become less quackery. It seems like there's a you know more of a serious. There's a bit of a blemish on kind of the uh, the industry of your alien abduction. Uh, there is. You know, if a lot of your customers are cult members, you know, there's some kind of some stigma. I think you have to work past. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, as time goes on, that's that's going away. I I hope so, Thomas. I hope so. Well, good. I know I'll be getting my my nineteen ninety nine dollar. Uh, or my my dollar for my policy for only nineteen ninety nine. I mean, at a payout at a dollar a year, if I ever am abducted, I'm sure that will be uh, all the consolation. If you invest I that need. money in the stock market and you live for a million years, you can uh, <laughs> you can make a lot of money. You could be richer than Donald Trump. It's such it's such an absurd concept. Uh, not merely because it's absurd on several levels like mm-hmm. alien obviously you know alien abductions aren't happening so it's is, kinda, is that it, obvious Tom? well i mean arguably <laughs> but uh but uh, uh, remove even the controversy of whether or not alien abductions are something you should legitimately be worried about mm-hmm. the idea that you need some kind of monetary um you know uh, compensation compensation for for your experience for your experience outside of you know what would just be covered by normal Mm -hmm. health or life insurance uh is kind of a funny idea you know really i think what's probably important here would be some kind of uh government um mandated thing kind of like maternity leave maternity pay Mm -hmm. um or jury duty pay uh mandated jury duty pay where like if you are alien abducted yeah um, kind of like a close encounter leave right it's it seems like you know one of the most significant things is if you're missing for say weeks a month several months or whatever however long it might be um you know any significant period of time you might be in danger of losing your job right um you know missing um responsibilities in that time and you're going to need some compensation for time away and i think that's something that um you know if you're abducted you shouldn't have to bear those costs uh yeah they should go to your employer or you know probably the government so well definitely the government because they're the ones that are responsible for allowing you know extraterrestrials they should be defending us in the first place so they should be building walls walls in space and ceilings and uh ceilings we definitely. should have anti-aircraft uh missiles on the moon and and whatnot yeah i'm really gl- I'm, I'm glad you um i'm glad you brought this up as a topic because it's really brought to mind a lot of issues that previously i hadn't really thought about yeah and, i uh, think it definitely is a nice turn for us to more serious subject matter yeah after a few episodes that were a bit too light. Well, and we don't usually get political on here, but I think this is really something we can like lay out as like this. Here's an issue we care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is definitely something that this is definitely something that we can put before Congress, and that people on both sides of the aisle can, can oh, reach yeah. agreement. I mean, this on. is definitely a nonpartisan issue. I think you know, obviously, it's something that Trump will never get behind, but uh, right, you know, we can. Uh, well, Trump, if you take a look at the the homepage, 
Trump actually has a policy. Oh, really? Um, presumably, maybe he would get by purchased for him by someone else. Um, the beneficiary of it is the Republican National Committee. So, in the event that <laughs> Trump is uh, abducted, have no fear; he's he's covered. He is covered. Well, that's a relief for the American people. It is. It definitely is. Wonderful. There you have it. Who knew? Well, folks, it's that time of year again. Snows are falling. Snows? <laughs> yeah. The snow is falling. Curtains are being drawn. <laughs> what time of year is this? <laughs> turn turn up the oven and open the oven door. <laughs> Try to stay warm. <laughs> it's the coldest time of year. The random Wikipedia it's the article random Wikipedia season. article time of year. This is the part of the show where we go on our favorite website, our most scholarly source, Wikipedia, and we click the random button and see what comes out, and then we mispronounce everything. Everything. Even English words that are easy to pronounce. <laughs> we spend the rest of the show mispronouncing everything. Well, I don't have the internet, so uh, do you want to do the... I do will the do the honors, then. Honors. The dishonors. Okay. I'm going to push the button. All right, here we go. Pushing. It's loading. Ooh, Ooh. easy to pronounce. Yes. Pedra do Indaya is a Brazilian municipality located in the center of the state of Minas... I, I don't know. Min, Minas... Minas... Gerais? Minas Gerais? Population as of 2007 was uh, 3,921 people. This is very similar to um, one of our uh, our early um, earlier random Wikipedia articles, which was just like a county or a small town in somewhere mm -hmm. in India. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the origin of the name... Uh, lies in the legend of an image of Jesus left near a stone, Pedra. That's where the Pedra comes for. Right. And later discovered. A chapel was built in stone, and soon people began to build their houses nearby. The settlement grew and was first called Senor Bom Jesus de Pedra do Indaya. In 1923, it became... Pedro do Indaya in Pedro do Indaya in 1962 it was separated from separated from another place and became a municipality. We have a, a photo here. Oh, very nice. Is that the church? I would presume that to be the church. Oh, I, I think actually not. I think that's a hostel. Yeah. <laughs> there is a hostel there if you'd like to visit. The GDP in 2005 was approximately 29 million. Wow. What was the population again? That's 4, rather people? high. Was, is that for the, the whole country of Brazil or just for that particular? No, I'm still on the page for that particular area. Interesting. There are no banks. The motor vehicle fleet had 482 automobiles, 51 trucks, 45 pickups, and 223 motorcycles. That's a really interesting statistic. I'm surprised that something that interesting made its way onto Wikipedia. Is 2007 a year of Brazilian census then? Apparently there were, there's several quarries and it says 13 transformation industries. 
Now, I'm not familiar with what a transformation industry industry is, but uh, man, there's some. Uh, oh, the GDP that that uh, 29 million is not U.S. dollars. Ah, therein lies the rub. They are reace. Literacy rate is pretty respectable at 83 percent. 74 is the average life expectancy. Per capita monthly income is 183. So they are they are putting out quite a bit, and that must be from the the quarries and industry that are mm-hmm. there. Rice, bean, corn, cattle. I googled it, and I got industry transformation. I think they might mean transportation. Seems likely, but seeing as how they're very specific about the hard, motor vehicle fleet, it's hard to tell. It is uh, national ranking, one thousand seven hundred twenty-nine out of five thousand one hundred thirty-eight municipalities as of two thousand. Do not, however, know what that rank means. Signifies. <laughs> it is in the health and education se- section, so I'm guessing it has something to do with either health or education. Uh-huh. We hope. Yeah. Seems like seems like this Wikipedia article might be a little slapped together, Des- despite its wonderful offering of highly specific statistics about vehicles. numbers of automobiles in 2007. Well, that was very educational. I think, yeah. I feel more equipped to take a trip to Brazil now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know how many <laughs> automobiles you're going to have to look out for. <laughs> If you ever go to uh, Pedra do India, 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 Portuguese, Portuguese. Well, folks, it's uh, happened again. You've wasted another perfectly good half hour listening to our podcast. What a joy! What a what a time! What a ride! To find more episodes, to bless your ears, you can subscribe in iTunes or the podcast podcatcher of your choice. Yep. Head to obscurigami.com for links to more things and other episodes. You can read our show notes on there. Yeah, show notes. and Look uh, at some beautiful artwork. Email us at obscurigami at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Uh, Have you ever been abducted by an extraterrestrial? If you have, we definitely want to know about it. Um, Without question. Have you ever purchased insurance that you've never used email us just please send us an email just i mean yeah let us know you're out there sometimes it feels like we're just making there's, this podcast for our own self-satisfaction there's tens of listeners ben tens tens whole tens tens of listeners wow i'm assuming <laughs> i'm imagining like ten dollar bills sitting around right. a yeah. radio well don't imagine too many <laughs> <laughs>